What's up, everyone? Happy Victory Monday. Three Victory Mondays in a row. Could it be? Yes, it can. The Raiders are 6-3, and three, and this is Steel Talks Raiders on the Rebel Report podcast. Hello, everyone. I am your host, as always, Brandon Steele. Raiders, 6-3, 37-12 win over another AFC West divisional foe, the Denver Broncos. They looked great. We're going to talk all about it. And it is that time where the Raiders are 6-3 with a plethora of other good 6-3 teams in the AFC. But you can kind of hear, you know what I mean? You hear that? Those are the, those are the shuffling of steps on the way out of the playoff lobby. And then you hear the classic... Big old foot stomps making their way in. The big Raiders all the way into that lobby of the playoffs where everyone's trying to get their bags checked and get up into their room where they can start preparing for a big winner of playoff football. The Raiders are making some noise, and I believe in it. And I said, Browns, Chargers, Broncos, we were going to win all three games. We won. I'm not here to jump onto some microphone and toot my own horn. It's for all of us, Raider fans. Big win, 6-3. and three. But it comes with a grain of salt, and that's what I'm here to talk about, okay? I'm a firm believer in you got to stay where your feet are. Where are your feet right now, Raiders? Well, you're 6-3. and three. You're heading into Week 11 to play the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday night football at home. You already beat them once. This is an easy time to start getting ahead of yourself, to start thinking about, oh, man, we beat Kansas City. We're 7-3. and three. We got a playoff spot. We can beat Miami. We can beat Buffalo, get our revenge. Pause. Don't slam on the brakes, but pump them, all right? 6-3, and three, and we beat Denver, who's bad. I do have to say a few things about Denver, and I never try to get on here and speak slander. If you've been a constant listener or if you're a new listener, you know and you will know that in the post game and in the preview shows that I do for our Raider games, I'd be very objective. I've been a Raider fan my whole life, and I'm not the type of Raider fan where I am going to start talking about the team like we're going to go to the Super Bowl. Okay? There's a lot of people in the media right now saying the Raiders are the best team of the six and three teams. We can argue that all day, but the way I see it is this. Where our feet are is we are on a victory Monday on the way to play the Kansas City Chiefs at home on Sunday night football after a really good win. Yeah, we could say it was a good win um, for the Raiders against the Denver Broncos, but the way I look at it is this. The Raiders still didn't play an outstanding football game by any means. It was a very interesting game from the aspect of I've been watching – Every Raider game, every snap all year, and we saw a game where it was the defense doing such a good job showing the Raider Nation and showing the league like, hey, when we play at this level and we get turnovers at this rate, we're going to hand it over to Derek Carr in this offense, and they're going to run the rock, and they're going to run it down your throat. Granted, do I think this is the best Raiders defense performance? Statistically, sure. The best Raiders defense performance came back in Arrowhead in that second half against the Chiefs, where Paul Gunther made his best adjustments that he ever has in his entire career as the Raiders defensive coordinator. Three of the five last drives for the Chiefs back in that game were punts and turnovers. They only scored eight points, and the Raiders ended up beating Kansas City, as we know. This game was different. Drew Locke is statistically the worst quarterback in the NFL, and yesterday... During all my watching of games, there were times where I was looking at Drew Locke wondering, 
Who's worse, you or Carson Wentz? Because Drew Locke can play the excuse game all he wants. He really can. Um, it's an easy route for Denver and John Elway to have right now. And again, please, I'm not being disgraceful for towards Denver. This is just the facts. They can say, we're injured, we didn't have Von Miller. Yeah, you could have used Von Miller yesterday, Denver, because the Raiders' offensive line was without Colton Miller now. Gabe Jackson was not 100% healthy. We're dealing with Denzel Good, Brandon Parker. Um, Sam Young, once again, getting banged up. He's extremely injury-prone. The Raiders are dealing with a lot of rotation on the offensive line, and we're doing it better than any team in the NFL when it comes down to it. So, yeah, if Denver had Vaughn Miller and Jarrell Casey was healthy, they probably would have had more pressure and would have got to the backfield a little bit more. But still, Drew Locke, four interceptions? The Raiders' defensive line getting a relentless amount of pressure, hitting the quarterback? Granted, there was a couple calls um, on roughing the passer that, you know, the game is changing. They don't want you to land on them. They don't want you to have any sort of helmet-to-helmet contact. We know the rules. But it's football, and Cleveland Farrell's running full speed. He's got a mill. He's got a millisecond to make a decision on how he wants to hit Drew Locke. And in an AFC West game, and all the smack talk that Drew Locke does say on the field and in preparation, he's going to get hit in the mouth. And they called penalties for it. But my point is this: the Raiders were hitting him, and they were hitting hard, and there was a lot of uh, jawing back and forth. But as a holistic defensive effort, excuse me. The stats were great, yeah. Awesome interceptions. Jeff Heath had two. He's now got three on the year. His old team, the Dallas Cowboys, have have three on the year, right? So congrats to Jeff Heath. Congrats to uh, Kwiatkowski, big number 44, man in the middle, playing great. He's made Mike Mayock look really good with that signing. Um, Nassib even had one. But do I think that now the Raiders' defense is outstanding? Do I think that now the Raiders' defense is great? No, not at all. And I just told you why. Drew Locke is atrocious. The Denver Broncos do not have a very good offensive coordinator. Um, The head coach, I think uh, Vic Fangio is in over his head. He is not the answer for John Elway and that team. They are injured. And Drew Locke is not the quarterback to um, help put out the fire that they have over there. And I think they ran into the Raiders defense that saw the opportunity. I liked what Jonathan Abrams did. Took a lot of leadership. Um, on the sideline in that game, Arden Key played a great game, probably his best as a Raider. Heavy hits on Drew Locke, getting into the backfield, stopping the run. This was classic Raiders-Broncos football game, and the Raiders dominated it by the score of 37-12. to But still, don't start thinking that this Raiders defense is top-notch because against quality talent, like Justin Herbert. Yes, Justin Herbert's quality talent. I'll say it. He's a good quarterback. Really good young quarterback. He had his way with the Raiders. And we still missed a lot of a lot of tackles yesterday in the game against Denver. And Herbert had his way with us in the Chargers game. Um, Kansas City, you know, they're going to have their way with us in this game like they did in the first half of the last time we played him. Tampa Bay did. Buffalo did. I still am a firm believer Paul Gunther needs to be fired and relieved of his duties But this was a very good performance by the Raiders, and rightfully so. You did not want to have the statistically worst quarterback in the NFL come in and put up a good day. Drew Locke was awful. He completed 47% of his passes, and the majority of those completions were to the Raiders. Okay, 
Um, we had a lot of interceptions. We hit him in the mouth. I thought the defense looked outstanding. But still, Josh Jacobs said in the postgame press conference, this wasn't the best game we could play. Yeah, we put up 37 points, but it could have been every part of 50. Hunter Renfro had a punt that he took to the end zone. You know, we had a, a blindside blocking call um, penalty on Jonathan Abrams. That negated that. So there's some points off the board. Nelson Aguilar dropped the touchdown in the back, in, back of the end zone. There's points off the board. Darren Waller has a wide open catch, and he is extremely fast. He probably scores, and if he doesn't score on that exact play, we're still going to go down and score a touchdown because of how well Josh Jacobs and Devontae Booker were running the ball. And Henry Ruggs, deep ball to Henry Ruggs through his hands. If he catches that, I would put money that he's getting away from Bryce Callahan and scoring a touchdown. So right there, there's three more scores that the Raiders could have had, but those are easy fixes. Um, those are drops and penalties, and you can fix those things with playing better fundamental football and practice and just getting in there and doing the classic college drill of, you know, catching maybe a thousand balls a day, catching an extra 500, you know, extra 500 throws with Derek after practice. Those are just the things that you work on on your own time when you don't have to come to work. Those are all those issues are, but there was never an offensive issue in the game where I was looking around like, okay, this is kind of going south here because Derek Carr did a lot with his legs again as the pocket was collapsing around him, rolled out with the, with his legs, made things happen with his arm. He didn't have a he didn't light the he didn't light the world on fire again statistically. It we're still to the point where Derek Carr has yet to have a game where it was 380 400. If he doesn't have to do it, he doesn't have to do it and it's plain and simple. If duty calls that Josh Jacobs is going to carry it 20 times and he's going to run for over 100, go for it because he'll probably score twice as he did yesterday. If Devontae Booker wants to get involved, he'll probably score twice as he did yesterday. And I am extremely happy that Devontae Booker scored more than once because Denver was his old team and now he's in the silver and black. And Devontae Booker needs a lot of credit because he has looked good since week one for the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, the game against Carolina was awesome all the way down the year. He's had good, big yardage, and he does just enough to give Josh Jacobs his breather. Do I think that Devontae Booker could be a one somewhere else? Yeah, sure, the Jets, maybe the Giants, um, the bad teams, you know, Jacksonville, um, of that nature. But I don't think he would have the type of numbers that he does with the Raiders because he is the perfect fit. When Joss needs a Gatorade, he can go get one, and you're not worrying about, well, we don't have a very talented back behind Derek. We might have to force a throw here. Those days are done. We now can rely on, hey, we trust Book to get six and maybe stay out there and get the rest of it and pick up a first down. Or Book just got 18. He's going to go get his electrolytes, and now Josh is going to come finish the job as he should. Our running back tandem is dangerous. And it's one of the best in the league. It's top three in the league. Kansas City, um, still dominant with what they have, but also Cleveland and what they have with Chubb and Hunt. And you have to consider Josh Jacobs and Devontae Booker, and that's not being biased. Bias, excuse me. The numbers are there. It's been great. Ran the ball up and down the Denver Broncos' throats. Looked great. Um, but still, the Raiders could have played a lot better, just the small miscues of the drops and the penalties and I would expect them to tighten up those screws because the post-game press conference was simple for John Gruden. 
There's no need to start jumping up and down and throwing a parade downtown. You know, no need for the bath in the Bellagio fountain. You know what I mean? It's time to go play these Kansas City Chiefs and make our presence felt. And this is something that I don't really like to do, but I'll do it. The hypotheticals, the what ifs. If the Raiders go and beat the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday night football, the Raiders will have beaten them twice. And the Raiders have not done that since 2010 when the Raiders were led by a mixed batch of Jason Campbell and Carson Palmer and Bruce Gradkowski. That was the year the Raiders went 8-8, eight and eight, and they won every game in the division, much like this year, 3-0 and against the AFC West, a nail-biter against the Chargers, a dominant second half against the Chiefs, and a very, very outstanding defensive and rushing performance by the Raiders against the Broncos. Can they go to 4-0 in the AFC West? You're going to find out on Sunday Night Football. And it's going to be a really tight game, but you still cannot get too far ahead of yourselves because Patrick Mahomes has a bad taste in his mouth. And it's a reoccurring theme that the Kansas City Chiefs get a bye and play the Raiders. It's been like this quite a bit. Chiefs always have a bye, and then they come play the Raiders. We're going to see how that goes this time because now Andy Reid as of today, has a contract extension. Mahomes obviously has the $500 million contract for the rest of his life. Um, they still find a way to keep their superstars. No one's going away here is what I'm trying to say. Derek Carr's not going to go anywhere. Derek Carr haters, I'm sorry. He's good. He's a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. When it comes time where Josh Jacobs and Devontae Booker are not having a good day on the, on the ground, I wouldn't want Drew Locke back there. I wouldn't want Carson Wentz back there. I wouldn't want Jimmy Garoppolo. Do I need to say more? I wouldn't even want Tannehill back there. I want Derek Carr. He's got more fourth-quarter comebacks than a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL, and you'd all be surprised by the number. Big game, big win. Victory Monday. Let's go enjoy this Victory Monday. Let's get some Panda Express. Raiders win. They beat Denver 37-12. to They will host the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday night football. I am Brandon Steele. Thank you for listening to the Rebel Report podcast, Steel Talks Raiders. I'll have a Chiefs Raiders preview show later on in the week. Just win, baby.